idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. 
To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business. Or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Alex! Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives. To smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. And we're here. Uh, 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 uh. It's only been uh, a month or so. Yeah. I don't know how Since, long it's been. Since um, the twenty second, it was actually a great show that you missed. I know. Um, Johnny Blair was uh, a session musician who worked with Davy Jones from the Monkees, and he also worked with the piano player. Um, God, I forgot his name, but he worked with David Bowie on Aladdin Sane. The same exact guy. I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Um, but he had a lot of good stories, and I was like, okay, it's worth coming in every week just for these stories. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Uh, so what else is new? What else new is with you? new? Well, I went to Europe for two weeks, and it was fucking amazing, and the weather wasn't terrible. Um, people were. I think cold. you calculated it at the right time. Yeah. The year. Yeah, it was the right timing. I mean, summer is obviously better, but. Yeah. Um, but then more touristy for sure. Yeah, but it worked out, and um, it's uh, still pretty fresh in my mind. I'm still pretty jet lagged. <laughs> Jelly jet jet lag. Yeah, exactly. But um, now it's summer in San Francisco, so just soaking up the sun. Honestly, this sun is kind of making me tired. I'm just like, ugh, everywhere. Oh, I'm like, I'm melting. Enjoy it. Yeah. While it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because then when we don't have it, we miss it, so. Yeah. Unless you want your fog, you can always go down south to Daly City. Yeah. <laughs> Get lost in the fog yeah. down there. Or just in my neighborhood. <laughs> but it's actually pretty sunny today everywhere, so mm-hmm. we'll see how long it lasts. Probably not too long. Let's not get used to this. Um, 
Yeah. So do you have any news stories? There is a mini interview with Charlie. Oh, that guy you talked about. <laughs> and the, <laughs> and the, the teeth. I don't know. I guess that means it's a mini interview. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie Hunan, star of King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, friend of Marilyn Manson. We've just found out you and Marilyn Manson are buds. What, what's your favorite Marilyn Manson song? I don't know any of his music. He's going to be so fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He was playing me his new album that hasn't been released yet, and there was a track called We Know Where You Live, and it's a very, very good track. Is it intense? It's pretty fucking intense. Have you ever been to one of his gigs? No. Our relationship revolves around us sitting in each other's houses drinking gin. Marilyn Manson's a gin man? He actually isn't. He he was an absinthe man who then retired the green stuff and is now drinking vodka, but I'm a gin man. (laughs) Why did he even... I already knew the answer was absinthe. Do you call him Marilyn or Brian? I usually call him Cunty Bullocks. (laughs) I know exactly what it is, even though they started out. Yeah. Um, what does he call you? Movie star. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I want to hang out with those two. I know. That's like, I feel like that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Like, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's pretty funny. Um, did you have any news stories? Oh, that was short. That was short interview. Um, yeah, I actually have another short story on Jack White. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack White announces we're going to be friends children's book. Based on the White Stripes song and illustrated by Eleanor, 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 I want to say that's how you want to say that, Blake, a.k.a. April March. Um, Jack White has announced a new children's book called We're Going to Be Friends after the White Stripes song. It's out on November 7th via Third Man Books. The picture book illustrated by the Ren and Stimpy Show and Pee Wee Playhouse animator Eleanor Blake follows the adventures of the song's protagonist, Susie Lee, and her friend. And the book comes out with a download of We're Going to Be Friends, along with cover versions by April March, a.k.a. Blake herself, and the Wood Station Elementary School Singers. Back in 2015, Third Man released a kids' compilation in a turntable. And you can follow the link to the book cover, which is kind of... Sh- very white stripey has uh, red and white uh, and black. Still theme. trying to cash in, huh? Still trying to cash in. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I feel like the white stripes could get back together if Meg wasn't so like anxious about being on stage. But that's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of sweet. I mean, he's a father, so it kind of just makes sense to try to go into the children's book business because it's a very good business to go into Mm -hmm. apparently (laughs) all right more on charlie hunam geezers of the round table (laughs) guy Ritchie's take on the story of king arthur is a laddie in loud fantasy romp Ooh. Uh, unsurprisingly, there are many moments in Guy Ritchie's take on Arthurian legend that aren't classically Camelot. 
the use of the phrase honey tits, <laughs> <laughs> the appearance of David Beckham as a blokey soldier guarding Excalibur and a grizzled babe-tastic Arthur, Charlie Hunnam, rousingly calling together the lads. But when things are this fabulously flashy, does it really matter? With a budget of over $100 million and the first in a planned six-part cinematic epic, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, was never going to be anything less than spectacular looking. The occasionally flat script might not be in contention for any screenwriting awards or the next year's Oscars, but this is a fun and excellently camp fantasy carry-on, given added flash, thanks to the stunning scenery of Wales as Snowdonia and the Scottish Highlands. There's also plenty of computer wizardry, adding in towering mystical castles and gigantic slithering snakes. An old-fashioned romp in the Errol Flynn mold. Its showy swordsmanship and big-ass medieval battle scenes are worthy of Lord of the Rings, with the street-savvy Arthur attempting to regain his rightful throne. It's the gaggle of Richie's trademark geezers, however, that set the film apart from your standard fantasy flick, rolling around the wilds of Londinium as if it were Whitechapel circa 1962. Uh, Hunnam's crew, which includes Aidan Gillen, reuniting both actors from 1999's groundbreaking Channel 4 series, Queer as Folk, are sporting animal pelts rather than tracksuits, and battling against evil uncle King Vortigern, playing, <laughs> played with pantavillain panache by none other than Jude Law. Richie's stumbling block remains his depiction of women, never known for his rounded female characters. Legend of the Sword is no exception. Doe-eyed prostitutes and pretty princesses say little but flutter their eyelashes lots, while the woman with the most screen time, French-Spanish actress Astrid Burgess Frisbee, doesn't even get a name, playing a one-dimensional magical mage, essentially a middle-ages manic pixie dream girl. Here's hoping Guinevere turns up to kick some serious arse if there's a sequel. <laughs> That's a great article. Yeah. I mean, I would just go see it to drool and just enjoy the, the splendor that's yeah. on screen. The scenery. The scenery. <clears throat> I have uh, another screen queen, Lena Dunham. Uh, she is canceling tour with Wexahatchee, citing health. Uh, Dunham says, I'm in the greatest amount of physical pain that I have ever experienced. Lena Dunham has canceled her upcoming Lenny American IR IRL tour with Wexahatchee. Um, Katie Crutchfield is the lead singer um, for health reasons. Dunham, who has been undergoing treatment for endometriosis, wrote in her newsletter, Lenny Letter, my body, which I've worked through all kinds of pain for many years, just doesn't have what it takes to do this tour. Lenny's about giving 100% of ourselves 100% of the time, and I couldn't bear to limp through it. Through it. Um, she sent on to explain that despite, despite being told that she has been, she has been endometriosis, endometriosis free the disease has found a deeper spots that require Im immediate surgery Ooh. Mm -hmm. and now physical therapy wow. to be honest i'm in the greatest amount of physical pain that i have ever experienced tickets will be refunded in full crutchfield has previously shared an open letter explaining the decision to tour um, citing, we will be giving a significant amount of, pro of proceeds in numerous organizations uh, benefiting the LGBT LGBTQ communities that are local to the cities we're performing in. 
This is hands down the biggest reason that I agreed to do this, she wrote. So if you bought tickets to that, sorry to say, it's canceled and you can get your money back. That's a bummer. Yeah. That's the same thing that my mom had. Endometriosis? Mm -hmm. It's like something with your uterus, right? Well, you bleed into other parts of your body. Yeah. And they have to remove it. And I think, I mean, I'm sure that they have better treatments now, but back when my mom had it, they pretty much said, oh, you have to take out your uterus and you're never going to have children. Jeez. But luckily she fought those those bastards. Yeah. And she um she had two beautiful children. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. But um it almost killed her. That yeah. was like the one thing in her life that she said almost pushed her over the edge because that's all that she wanted was yeah. was children. Yeah. So it just goes to show if you really want something and you fight for it, there's a chance that you might win. Yeah. But there's a chance that you might not win. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the risk Give and that you take. take. Yeah, right? exactly. But um she just go for it either way. But it's yeah, it's I've heard it's very very painful. Yeah. There's there's all kinds of shit that women have to put up with just with our our monthly visitor. It really changes a lot of things. Yeah. People don't realize it. But. Changes a lot of decisions that we usually make. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel for her. Hopefully she gets better. Yeah. Yeah. And did you watch the end of um, uh, Girls? No, I've actually only seen the first episode of that show, mm-hmm. um, just because I don't have HBO. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I heard it's really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it had a pretty long run. Yeah, a couple of years. And it had a really big fan base, but um, I have never actually seen... The only HBO show I've seen in four or two HBO shows I've seen in full are really old, like Sex and the City and um, Six Feet Under. Yeah. But other than that, I haven't seen any, like, Game of Thrones. Yeah, None Game of the Thrones. documentaries that they have out. I'm addicted to Game of Thrones. The men in that show. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy is everywhere. That Jon Snow guy. Yeah, he's, he's like, the main one. There's I even know other, who he is. Yeah. Some other look, looks, lookers. Some other lookers on the, in the TV and show, the, yeah. the women, too. They're, they're gorgeous. So. I like Peter Dinklage. I think he's hot. <laughs> Midget man. <laughs> No, he. I mean, he's he's a really good actor, yeah. and he has a presence for sure on yeah. the show. Yeah, and he has a regular size wife. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah. I can't breathe. She's regular size. Regular size. Because <laughs> he's fun size. Get it? He's a fun size. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Okay. All right. Well, or Demon Smoke says that they're on their way, and in the meantime, we can play some fancy schmancy tunes for you. Let's ya. do it. Stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. I don't need nobody else So if I can 
Smoke is here. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey. How you guys doing? Good, good. How was good. the drive across the bridge? Oh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah lots of traffic. Any shootings over there? On the bridge? <laughs> no. <laughs> not today. Not by yeah, us. No, not today. <laughs> Maybe That's tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what you guys have been up to recently. Um, well, recently we just got done recording our first album, Morphine Moonshine. Mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty stoked about it. Um, put a lot of work into it. Uh, we had Greg from Earhammer Studios record us, which was really cool. Great experience. In Oakland. Yeah, in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Oakland is the place to be. Do you guys play a lot of shows there? We try to play as many as we can. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to get big shows in Oakland because there's so many bands that want to play there right now. Yeah. Getting a show booked there, you really have to know the booker personally to get on a good bill. Do you, is it like a whole package, like, I'll get you this if you give me this? It's not really like that. You just got to find it because they get so many emails from so many bands on mm. like their normal booking email that they're yeah. going through like hundreds of emails. That's intense. Yeah. So there's a lot of bands, too, and, and it's a lot of uh, friends kind of deal, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're from the other side of the bridge, so or the hill, Yeah. so it's kind of tough, but we're trying to make our way out there as much as possible. Yeah. We actually have a show June 18th mm-hmm. at Bottom of the Hill right in on. San Francisco with uh, Hazard's Cure and Cormorant. Mm-hmm. That show is going to be awesome. And after that, we're trying to plan a tour for July, end of July, up to Oregon and back. Mm-hmm. Maybe hit Sacramento and Oakland on the way back. But that's still in the planning processes right now. Right. And have you played Bottom of the Hill previously? Yes. And what was that like? Uh, well, Margaret Sky. Yeah, we played with Mars Red Sky from, from France. And like, Lotus Thief. 
and Lotus Thief. Exactly. Yeah. It's cool. It's a it's a good venue. I've seen so many good shows there that it's cool when my band gets to play there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool full circle effect thing. Right. It's a fun spot. They got a good little stage and everything and a little spot where you can put all your gear and stuff so you don't really gotta worry about, mm -hmm. you know, having to keep looking over your shoulder at your gear and shit. So <laughs> it's it's fun. And the parking. Oh my god. Parking's amazing. Oh yeah, there's actual parking. There is parking. Oh, yeah, <laughs> have you had instances where people have taken your, taken your gear and just disappeared? Oh hell no. No. Not yet. No. Not yet. There was like it was weird. We were interviewing bands like one summer, and it was like every almost time every band was like, yeah, yep. we just had our gear stolen. Or, oh, gosh, that's like, like a worst nightmare. Oh, like exactly. a curse. That's every Especially like touring nightmare. bands and stuff, getting their yeah. vans broken into. It's. It's sad because I mean, shit. We're trying to like keep the scene alive, but mm -hmm. punks just want to fucking ruin it for just a quick little, quick little bit of cash. Yeah, yeah. Turn yeah I'm sure they're not getting a lot for torn up gear that bands no, are I'm starting sure they don't out even with. Know what the hell they have? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a bummer. And um, where can people find out more about you guys online? We have multiple. We're on Facebook. We have an Instagram account. We have our Bandcamp has all of our music right now. It's just Demon Smoke Bandcamp. Mm -hmm. I set up a big cartel site to sell our merch. Our physical copies of the CD are going to come out May 25th, mm -hmm. and those are going to be available on both of those sites. And uh, you can actually listen to us on SoundCloud too, I think. Mm -hmm. But as of May 25th, it's going to be available digitally like everywhere, like Spotify, Pandora, nice. Amazon. We're going to have it on all the free streaming sites. Mm -hmm. We got a really cool hookup with the distribution package. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. And the distribution packages. It's uh, it's just this extra little $60 we got to pay, and they take care of all the digital copyrights and everything. So nice. we, don't, we don't have to deal with jumping through hoops and all that copyright stuff. We just pay them the money, and they take care of it for us. Wow, that sounds pretty pretty simple. Yeah, it's... It's definitely worth it, just 60 bucks for mm -hmm. doing all that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Copyrights for sure. Because that's what a lot, that's what the, the big thing is now with music, is streaming services. You know, right. People still buy CDs and vinyls are making a comeback, obviously. We don't yeah. have any vinyls yet, we got to work on that. Get on that LP. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but streaming services. Maybe once I get a promotion. Cassettes sell well, too. And yeah, we sold all out of our cassettes. We nice. Had, we nice. had like 40 cassettes and they sold out so yeah, we're getting more right now so. yeah getting get more cassettes but the streaming services are going to be really cool because that's what a lot of people tons of people listen to spotify that's how your or, uh, music will get wide exposure exactly yeah. where would you say a majority of your audience is here in the bay area or do you hear from people in other parts of the world yeah we've heard from other parts of the world germany um you japan. can see that japan yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool the whole internet thing mm -hmm. like it's it's weird to me because I was kind of against it for a while. Really? Yeah. yeah. He didn't want to put anything online. He's like, no, we're nothing. Gonna have I'm CDs. like, we're going to shows and we're <laughs> passing this shit out, just Trade like flyers, tapes. doing it the old school <laughs> yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Meeting, yeah. actually meeting the fans exactly. and having that personal. Because that's how I was introduced to yeah. this whole scene was going to shows and mm -hmm. friends, friends being like, hey, check out this band, and I'm like, okay. And that's do still... you have? What do you have? Oh, here's a tape, dude. Check this shit out. Mm -hmm. Or here's a CD. Check this out. Right. Yeah. I mean, I loved it that way, but 
the internet's pretty fucking awesome too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. Um, have you guys met other bands through the internet as well, or oh, yeah. linked up? Yeah, with yeah. it's actually really cool. It opened up this tour for us that we might do if it all falls in. Yeah, line. yeah. This this whole tour yeah. is set up by uh, this guy Donnie who heard of us because we got our album reviewed by uh, Doomed and Stoned mm. is this blog and also Sludge Lord is this other blog that's in Europe right and uh, we got our album reviewed and streamed by both of them a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and just since then is where we really got all of our exposure and Donnie heard our music and he's like you guys want to come up to Oregon and we're like hell yeah we <laughs> we'll be there yeah so we figured it out we're gonna try to do like a quick little weekend tour up there just to feel it nice. out and then eventually try to do more. Definitely so. proved my theory wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that only well you can still you could still do it that way. It's just adding on another yeah, layer yeah, exactly. to it. Yeah, right? definitely. And that's it's what we another outlet tapes. for another sure. Another outlet, yeah. That's what our tapes were, our, the promo tapes. We just handed them out. We, mm-hmm. we handed out tons of them just to people like, hey, listen to our music, here's a tape, listen to our music. And then we had more and we're like, we should try to see if anyone else wants them and put mm-hmm. them on the band camp and they sold out. Nice. Yeah. And how would you describe your music for anyone who's never listened to it? Yeah, you can't. It's just, these guys like just make like this force to be reckoned with like as far as you know this this wall of sound you know just like you know crashing drum beats and you know the blues kind of influenced with the bass and with the riffs mm-hmm. uh, with the guitar and like you know um i'm actually just trying to keep up with these guys you know just bringing like a ton of aggression to it you know kind of thing so you don't seem very aggressive <laughs> you should see us live. He's so sweet. Come to a show. Come to a show. No, that's he almost knocked though. the stage down on the last place we played. That's my favorite part is that he doesn't seem aggressive when you, yes. you get him up on stage. He surprises you. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. But it's also just you know, it's just trying to have a lot of fun and you know, just like you know, just you know, we want to just make the music that we you know love and we want to hear more of. You know, right. it's like a big part of it. I call it downtune, dirty Delta blues. Oh. Uh, that's a, a, a San Joaquin Delta, obviously, Antioch, but you know. Yeah, that's it, our But, but if you want to take it as the other Delta, that, that's yeah. cool too. Because I mean, <laughs> there's so much. There's Coolies, so many. Swamps and tweakers. Dude. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's all the same. The mirror image of the South. Yeah. And there's tons of labels now with all this music. You know, okay, you're a Doom band, you're a Stoner band, you're a Sludge band. We really don't want to classify ourselves as anything like that if other people want to say that we're the style that's cool, cool. Mm. but we don't yeah. want to advertise as you know we're a doom band we're a sludge band we think that's kind of overdone at this point you know just doom everywhere it's just doom and sludge everywhere we're all doomed and yeah. sludged Everybody. so that's where we i mean it's not saying we don't like that i mean we love it we love yeah. the title that is our really kind of our influence but that's where we came up with our down to dirty delta blues we kind of just wanted to give ourselves something different mm-hmm. because they're really we we don't fit into any of those molds like the doom we're not straight doom we're not straight stoner we're not straight sludge we just kind of merge yeah we just kind of merge and just kind of make our own little thing but it's just i don't know i always describe <laughs> it as very heavy loud and aggressive yeah straight to the point yeah yeah it's very loud <laughs> and how did you guys come together? How did you meet? Uh, I well, I went to high school with him, 
Well, say you gotta say who's me. Oh, okay, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch, the drummer, I went to high school with him. Me over there. And, yes. That and guy. Cam, yeah. And Glenn was. It's, do you want me to say? It's it's, it's Boo. Yeah, it's Boo. Boo. I, I'm I'm Mitch's uncle. Yeah, yeah, he's my uncle. This is my ah, this is my dad's I see the, yes. the resemblance. Yeah, yeah. There was no musical connection between us the whole time, uh, like our whole life. Like, I mean, we mm. like music, but we never played or jammed or did anything. Well, I ran into Mitch at a party or something, and he found out he lived like right down the street from me. So I'm like, dude, you have drums? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, I have a guitar, but it's a shitty little practice amp. So I mean, you might need to play with the little. Uh, what the hell you call those little dusters? Yeah. Oh, brush, yeah. brush brushes. Brushes. Yeah. <laughs> little jazz um, yeah, flavor. Exactly. In there. A little flavor, just so we can hear what what I'm playing, and then, you know, spent a little bit of money, got a better rig, and then started jamming a hell of a lot more, and then. Um, we actually had a little two-piece, me and Vinny. Yeah, dude. Like a long time. A long ago. time ago. And then. I joined a different band. I started a band with Cameron. Yeah, we had a band initially. That, it was being know, Cameron. Kind of jam, kind of similar stoner band, but not as uh, not as hard kind of thing. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then that band and then broke after up. That, after that, we were kind of just jamming and, uh, and kind of just jamming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had Vinny playing the you know the stoner guitar, and then I had Cameron with the aggressive vocals, and we needed a bass player. And I was like, man, I know my uncle loves heavy music. I know he plays bass. Like his nickname used to be Geezer Gross Close because <laughs> yeah. he's been in a bass. He's been playing bass in bands for a while. So like, he was the obvious choice, and right. it just ended up working out beautifully. I mean, we all spent a lot of money and got nice equipment, and mm -hmm. yeah, we needed some upgrades. For sure. A lot of upgrades. And now that now those are our babies. Yeah, and for we, sure. And we just want to keep playing shows. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. Who definitely. are your biggest musical influences? I hate God, yeah. Bongzilla, Weed Eater, The Standard, Craze at Sea, Iron Monkey, Buzz Oven, Iron Monkey. I mean, yeah. I could go go on forever. Like in yeah. in those type of genre in the same genre, but I mean, I'm a huge metalhead. Like I love thrash and punk yeah. and. There's Everything. band influence, and then yeah. there's individual, there's individual influences. Influence. Very eclectic. Like, yeah, we all listen to tons of different music. I love bluegrass. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We all do kinds of different. But as... Blues, old school country. As a yep. band, we identify with, you know, the standard. I hate gods, and rain oils, bongzilla, and, you know, yeah, like... You know, all those, Throne all those, yeah, Dope, Dope Throne, Throne, I mean, sure. our name is a nod to Dope Throne, we, yeah, yeah. our name is their first album. Yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. like Dope Throne's name is Wizard, Electric, Electric Wizard's Wizard. first album, we kind of just yeah. played the same little thing. And we, and we've actually talked with the guys from Dope Throne, they're, they're all cool, cool as shit. They're cool yeah. with us, like, using their name, they're all down to earth, they like to fucking party and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very That's cool. always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd want to set up something with them in Canada, but I'm not allowed in Canada, so. What did you do? I have a record. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was a bad boy. He's a bad, He's a bad boy. And it sucks, because, yeah. I mean. But they're so nice over there. What did you do I wrong? I know. And then how did you, you fuck up like Mexico, I get. Mexico, I get. Yeah. What did you do I mean, in Canada? Exactly. Please. They apologize for everything. Europe, but he can't get hit Canada. Yeah. It's like, it sucks, because there's such they good spots They don't let you in if you have a DUI. I want to you can't even know if you have a DUI. Did you know that? 
If you have a DUI, I didn't know you could get a DUI. It's in like Canada. up to the no, no, no. no. <laughs> I thought it was. If you have one out here, uh, you can't go to Canada. That's it, weird. It's up yeah. to the guy. It's up to the their discretion. Their discretion. Okay. As so the border, they might the let you in. They might. Yeah, not. exactly. <laughs> See, that makes sense because when you go mountains. to Mexico, if you have a record as well, like if you have a DUI, then uh-huh. you have to go to secondary automatically. But they still let you in because it's Mexico, thing. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Canada, like, they won't even Depends. let you in. There's been bands that have had to cancel tour dates because yeah. they wouldn't let them in because of something they didn't even know. Because that dick was working that night. Exactly. Like, yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Son of so a... you have a 50-50 chance to go to Canada? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> go in the... You have to ride in the trunk next time. If you're already going to Oregon, I mean... He said he'd sleep in the trailer, so you could just ride the trailer. Oh, I don't give a shit, dude. I'll bum it. If we're gonna do it, I'll, I'll sleep in the goddamn trailer. No one so jump no one the fence. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, what are they gonna do? Chase me in the, on their fucking horse? They don't yeah. even. Do they carry moose? guys? Horse or moose? Oh, they got mooses. Mooses. Right. This just sounds anti-Canadian right now. Let's, yeah. let's just chill. We love, love you, Canadians. We love oh, Canada. Don't worry. They'll apologize to us. Yeah. <laughs> Strange Brew is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gotta go the, go up one of these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cross the border. I want to check it out. <laughs> Next you guys time. Won't let me. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any recorded material out? Yeah, yeah. This one. Yeah, this is the latest one. New album. Yeah, I gave uh, the album over there. Let's see, it's nine tracks. Do you guys want to play one? 59 sure. or sure. 49 minutes. Yeah, let's play. Uh, do you want to play? Play it. Yeah, play the track. Yeah, play, play the first one. Yeah, yeah the first song this is, is This called... is creeping down your neck. Yeah. Okay.
little bit about that track the history behind it creeping down your neck that was <laughs> that was the second we song we ever wrote yeah it, we all yeah, it was because cool huh? like we're able to kind of jam and like you know we work through all these different parts and like we each kind of bring our own little specialty into the song itself um but uh yeah that one's you know just kind of like just um as far as the lyrics go, it's kind of from the perspective of like worms that are just like digging through and just like eating through like you know this, in this like all the all the bodies in this post-apocalyptic world kind of thing. So it's kind of like a little concept, kind of like a little art song. That <laughs> yeah, <is> awesome. <laughs> but it's kind of just like you know just kind of painting this like you know just trying to paint this little picture because I was just like oh man like just that's kind of what just as far as the music goes just I was like oh I'm just you know feeling that kind of. Uh, that brutality from it, I don't know, it was just, it was a lot of fun to write, because it was like real, like, you know, uh, imaginative and just, you know, graphic and cool. Like, yeah, that was, was one of the write. first ones that you did, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. For the like lyrics? The yeah, for the yeah, lyrics. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was really cool. Like, we've been, uh, we've been jamming on uh, what is now, you know, Morphin Moonshine, you know, that track, but uh, I think, yeah, this one was the second one we wrote. Mm-hmm. When you guys record, it sounds like you record in a studio. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we recorded at uh, Earhammer. In Oakland with Greg Wilson. Studios in, yeah, Oakland with Greg. Yeah. He's the bassist in uh, Brain Oil. Mm-hmm. It's like a OG band. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. He's also and, in Death Grave now. Yeah, and he's in Death Grave now. <laughs> he was so cool. Nice. He brought this, like, <laughs> just this whole, like, calming factor to it. Because we, yeah, yeah. we were all kind of, you know... On edge. Yeah, we're on edge. Yeah, we're in the Well, it was our first time there, and he's uh-huh. such, like, he, 
he's been in the scene for a long time. Yeah. And really, we were all ears. You know what I mean? Like whatever oh, yeah. he said, like his opinions on things, like what we can do here. Hey, you should maybe mic this, do this way, whatever he said. We're like, okay, for sure. Like yeah. he knows his shit. I mean, he's a straight professional. Yeah. And it was cool just kicking it with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was fun. And the recording Solid came, out, dude. came out quality. Like, he made sure, yeah. like, the magic that he worked in the studio. Mm-hmm. Ugh, like it's bad, dude. It's, it's bad. exactly the way that, that we pictured it. Because that's, oh, yeah. a, that's a problem sometimes where you, you have your idea of what you want it to sound like, and yeah. then it doesn't quite come off across, mm-hmm. like, the way you want it. Right. Like, Greg killed it for us. Like, it's, we couldn't get it to sound any better. And it was fun the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Except, except that. for that one that one time. What, when I had to fucking record <laughs> guitar tracks yeah. every single day? Yeah. yeah. And we it, did it in the, the later the day got, the more drunk I got, so it was harder to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well. That's a yeah. personal yeah. problem. Take two hundred and fifty. No, yeah. not even that. It was just oh it was brutal. But it was fun. It was, it was good fun. though. It was good. It was yeah. a marathon. We did that in three day uh, three ten hour days. Yeah. Yep. A recording. And then another day of uh, mastering mixing. and mixing and yeah. all that. And but he did it all. All of it. So all it's all everything. like recorded, his, mixed, mastered, all of it by Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo! I'm yeah. glad he let us in the door. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. It's cool, dude. Yeah. And yep. how did you meet him? He was recommended to me by my friend Brian, who actually did a show here with you guys and oh. with one of his bands, Egg Shen, like a long. Oh time. yeah. Remember Egg, Egg Shen? Egg Shen. That's oh, okay, yeah. Brian, the guy with the beard. The guy with the beard. The with the beard. I'm sure well, that they were on this show. They were on this show. It makes sense to me. Oh, it was right there. Yeah, there's Brian. Yeah, yeah, but he, he, uh, he's, he's involved in all the Oakland scene and he knows all the right people. So I was yeah. like, dude, you know what we sound like. Who, oh, that's a rad name, too. Who's going to record us? You know, and then he's like, Greg. Big like, trouble in little Greg. China. He's, he's, he's the doom wizard. <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> and That's how just, they got the name, right? Yeah. 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 Is yeah. one of them blonde? Yeah. 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 Andy. Yeah. Andy is the blonde one. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't he change the name of the group, too? I think. Is that the same one? No. Uh, oh, okay. I, I You're thinking like, about India Oven. Change it to Feng Shui. <laughs> I don't think they're. I don't think India they're. They're, oven? they're active right now. India oven. Jesus Christ! It was they changed it up here. They were like, we're calling, and I yeah. don't even. It didn't even matter oh, what he yeah. changed it to because I was like, you're India. Oven. <laughs> you are what you say you yeah. are. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I think they were getting shit because it was like, you guys are white dudes. Yeah. None of them. None of them Indian. No. Yeah. But Brian recommended Greg to us. Gotcha. And Greg kill it. Yeah. And Greg sure. only works on things I understand that he really enjoys mm. or wants to work on. Yeah. So we, we sent him a demo and he was he was yeah, that was into the it. Part. And I that definitely... was the coolest part because I don't think we could have got it in the door without it, but you know, he gave up the yeah. time and worked with us on that when our demo actually was recorded by Nick Masson. Yeah, three years ago almost, two and a half years ago by Nick Masson the Blue Rock Studios. Studios yeah. And he yeah. he did an awesome job for us and right that that got that got our name out. And yeah. That is yeah, the That's what got us into That's what got us into Greg's studio. We played in the that. demo and he dug it so 
really without Nick, we wouldn't have even been able to get into Greg's yeah. studio. And that was the main thing, too, for us, like, to send him the demo and be like, okay, man, do you dig it? Like, if not, you know... Yeah, we didn't just, get our hopes up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't want him to do something that he wasn't into as yeah. much as I was. Because I've been a huge fan of Brain Oil for fucking ever. Yeah, yeah. Going to shows at Burnt Ramen in the early 2000s and shit. Rest in peace, Burnt Ramen. Yeah, mm. Burnt Ramen. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Burnt Ramen. You wouldn't want to eat there. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. But it's one of the best here. places <laughs> to play. It's so awesome. One of those Burnt venues. Yeah, it was all a DIY venue out in Richmond, and then once the whole, like, it, it's lasted a while on and off, and <sighs> a lot of really fun shows there. Um, I saw Municipal Waste and, like, Leftover Crack play there when I was, like, really young, and they had, like, Waste had a little mini trampoline set up at the end of the stage. So you get up on there and fucking launch off the roof and shit. End up almost by the bathrooms. Like, that place ruled. That would but be once cool. the ghost ship happened, um, ghost ship, yeah. they just cracked down, they cracked down, down on them. DIY independent kind yeah. of Yeah, yeah it sucks. Art spaces. Anything yep. that had so, any code yeah. problems, they're like, yes. That's oh. not us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we're legit. We don't, we're any not code right problems? No. Nah. Not at all. <laughs> it's all legit here at Mutant yeah. Radio. It was a witch hunt to get in middle of summer. It was the mayor's it, been it trying was, to get that. It was place it was a witch hunt. They they were trying to get rid of it for a while, and that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. That's unfortunate. And the music world has suffered ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the local scene. That's a huge yes. tragedy. That place. Yeah. Being gone. Uh, what other venues do you have you played in San Francisco besides uh, Bottom of the Hill? We have played DNA DNA Lounge. Oh, I could see that. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with uh, Rotten Sound Connoisseur. Connoisseur. Did you guys play the White Room? Or? Yeah, we played yeah, upstairs. We played upstairs. Yeah. upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. We had to yeah. carry the ants. Carry the, carry the base cabinet. Eight by ten base cabinet up those stairs is oh, fun. Yep. Uh, yeah, that wasn't bad. There. My cats <laughs> needed to work out anyway. <laughs> we also played uh, Hemlock Hemlock Tavern. I was gonna say I was like that's I can see you guys. We played Hemlock, Hemlock, but the parking there was it's weird. It's like right on that nest. Yeah, if you can find it, it was spot. rough. Yeah, compared to bottom of the hill parking at Hemlock. Tavern. But they have that alley though. Yeah, like, there's that. Oh, that alley. Yeah, see the alley is awesome. But then you can't park there. You can't yeah, park there. Well, uh, you can't park there, but they got cars packed. there, and then there's like this there crazy bum like city out there, all the tents. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't. It's yeah. tent city. Yeah, tent city it's, it's like hard to park. Yeah. Hard to park in there. Only on one side. And where else have we played in San Francisco? Is is that it? I feel I think like that's it. Bottom of the hill, DNA, Hemlock. Yeah, we're we're trying to get out in San Francisco and Oakland more. Play a lot of a lot more. Oakland. Yeah, we're trying to play Oakland. more in. This area. Yeah. North Bay, South Bay, both. You know? Yeah, there's nothing down in Antioch anymore. We played Petaluma. Yeah. We've gone up up to up to Petaluma. Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we just played Sacramento, Starlight Lounge. That oh, place okay. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I like in that. In Oakland place. Where we've done like Golden Bowl, Golden Eli's Stork, uh, Eli's Stork. We've been to the Stork. Um, the Stork. Yeah, the old Stork. The old Stork. Yeah, the Park. We have some mornings like that. Oh, no. Uh we played this place called the Hatch. That's it's like it's, like, it's just like a little bar. 
And we it's right by that little pizza spot that's like right around the corner on the uh, 13th. Okay, like you go down, like it. go past Golden Bowl, and you make a left, I and then there's a little pizza spot. Yeah. Oh, cool. Golden yeah. Bowl is cool. Yeah. Golden yeah, I like that I spot. There are a few times. I don't think anywhere else in San Francisco though. Mm -hmm. All amazing places, yeah. I'm sure. There's lots of places to play. Yeah. We're willing to play. Okay. Yeah, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> Contact us. And uh, you guys are on Bandcamp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got us on Bandcamp. Demon Smoke. Our demos on there. Our albums on there digitally. We're gonna have the physical copies on there by the end of the week next week. Woohoo! Physical and digital. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I'm stoked for yeah, that. So, <laughs> yeah, like a full color, you know, booklet in there and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, oh, we're nice. like, oh, shit, was that? Yeah, it's gonna be a full, yeah, turn that off. full thing. Turn that. This whole family of family. Exactly. Films. <laughs> My sister did all of the uh, photos. For the CD, oh, neat. yeah, yeah, yeah for the CD and uh, the artwork and the booklet and all that. So, yep. yeah, that's kind of cool. Should we My play Kim? Nice. Should we uh, play another song off the? Sure. Yeah. Book? Which one you want? Do you want to do? Want to do, uh, wanna do like? Uh, yeah. You want to jump around? You want to do? Jump around, do spewing, yeah. discuss, spewing, or like, uh, <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or like? You guys know the number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know the numbers. Yeah. Which, which, which number do you want? Oh yeah, we can do junkie and then talk about it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll do junkie. Uh, track seven. seven. Track number seven. Track seven. This is this is a cover tune. This is a cover tune. A Leonard Only Skinner one on cover. the album. Yeah. This is a nod to Skinner. Yeah. For sure. And Buzz Oven.
you need to make you earn it. Then I didn't earn it. Drive to the dentist. Earn it. Seen either. All right. Yep. All right. I'll get one more. Go ahead, bud. Tell us about that track. Well, that track's uh, our cover of Leonard Skinner's classic track, uh, Junkie. Um, it's kind of funny, like, not a whole lot of people know about that one, but it was one of my favorites. Same with, like, it was a toss-up between that one, Needle in the Spoon, and On the Hunt. I'm both, I'm a huge Leonard Skinner fan. So. Likewise. I told them, I told these guys, I'm like, hey man, listen to this, we need to cover this shit. And I was like, yeah, but just just listen, like make it slower and heavier and they, they fucking dug it. So I was like, all right, yeah, we let's did do it. this shit. We did it, we learned the song and Cameron, it was, it was really hard for Cameron, Cameron imagine I, it. I feel like the vocals because he has to reimagine the whole vocals like we can take the music and kind of make it heavier mm -hmm. but to have Cameron put aggressive vocals doesn't quite sound like Ronnie Van Zandt play with it a lot and then it actually kind of got to put more kind of growls like on the end of some syllables and more kind of like little kind of rolls to things mm -hmm. that kind of made it more of like a fun kind of like you know like good time kind of song mm -hmm. like, which was really cool like um, I try to bring a lot of energy to that one yeah it was just it's just a good time like you know it's cool because yeah. it's not a song we wrote, but everybody loves it. Like, yeah. like live, live that and kills. It's almost disappointing. Live, we didn't write that one though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad it's you did it. But it's, <laughs> we did, we do a good job. We reimagined well, should, dude, it. At least we don't Definitely. pull the Metallica thing and you know play Diamond Head and not oh, give them credit. Be, yeah. no, no, totally reimagined. Like we always tell... Like, it and it only sounds good because we all did a good job at our parts. We all kind of well, figured out our own parts, you know, what they are. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, man? Yeah, 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 no, I, I get what because you're saying. Because if Cameron couldn't do the vocals the way he wanted to, the whole song wouldn't be good. Yeah, dude, Cameron you know fucking killed I mean? it and on the vocals, And if you didn't, you know, sure. reimagine the guitar line that was... Finger pick for a lot of that. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, stuff. dude. <laughs> no, I just no. did it for myself. Well, you do it for that. him. I think we so can do it for you. It was cool reimagining it as a dirty sludge dirty song. Dirty sludgy slow song. Yeah. 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 Sludgy sludge. And where do you see the band going in the next five years? Hopefully up. Yeah, yeah hopefully up. Yeah. Not stagnant. Hopefully we're writing a lot of more yeah, we're really cool tunes. Any next, positivity. Next five years. Like, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. More albums. I mean, maybe, maybe, hopefully, shit, go on a tour. More tours. Go on, go on like, like a real more tour. Kind of road trip, yeah, get, get. Signed, maybe. Get hit up by somebody that, <laughs> that, that wants, that, that wants it, like, tour it, support, you know? Whatever. You never I mean, know. You don't plan on it. Sky's the nah. limit at this point. We're, we just want to keep playing cool shows. Having and, fun. Yeah, I just want to keep having fun, having a good time with what I'm doing. I don't want yeah. it to become a job. Yeah. Once it becomes a job, then I I won't want to do it. Mm. Yeah, we're about taking it easy, but not too easy. Not too easy because we play damn near anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and we're we definitely put our own lives. Like second to the band sometimes. Like there's times where we gotta work, 
and we'll still play that show. Shit, yeah, man. Till like two in the morning, go wake up, go to work at like five, five in the, the morning. Jesus. Five, but that's just the life. You know? <laughs> we, like get, one hour. Get two more hours of sleep. Sixty minutes. Yeah. We like it though. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's fun. It. It's it's growing. It's worth it. What kind of what line of work are you in? Um, I'm a beer delivery guy, so ah. he drives uh, beer trucks. Yeah, nice. drives eighteen beer truck. We're all eclectic. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. like that word. Huh? I'm an educator. <laughs> yeah, he's an educator. I'm an educator. Educator. Really? The school system. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Very, very ambiguous of you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> of course. I, uh, yeah. Of course. I work for Sticking a cabinet to the background. shop. That's I'm right. a I'm a builder. The I build the cabinets, yeah. nail them up, and stuff. Very cool. Yeah. Fancy cabinet shop in Brentwood. Yeah. We actually just did Steph Curry's cabinets nice. in his house last year. Okay. So, kind of a big Must deal. be good. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Reliable service and all. Yeah, and I, I work on a farm. Cameron's a farmer, Cameron's man. a farmer. <laughs> what's what's we a farm? We aspire to that. It's a bee farmer. Yeah, Isn't it we? Oh, no. No, <laughs> no, it's not a farm. Yeah, it's an organic farm. It's an actual yeah, real farm. Yeah. Is it a vegan Weeds farm? Organic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It should be. But if there were weed, though, you guys would be recording like in the top studio. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. If it was a weed farmer, yeah. definitely. Is it gluten free? No, I would still want to record. I'd still want to record an ear hammer. I still would have gone to grade. Yeah, for sure. Fuck that. That's awesome. Well, should we play another song? Yeah, sure. Right. Sure, what the hell? What's, uh, Mor- Morphine Moonshine. This is the uh, title track. That's right. right. Which one? Off the new album. What's track, oh, track three. Track Sorry. Tres. Forget about your album. Yeah. I know. Not yet, but we will. Just giving her like a track name, so it's <laughs> not no, no, And there's none on there. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride on the scenes without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded.
Wait, so tell us about Ted Nugent. Oh, no, I haven't seen him <laughs> for many, 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 many years. Yeah. <laughs> We're just talking about if you expect that blatant uh, Americanism, uh, shoot an arrow at uh, Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. No, thank you. Yeah. No. No, thank y'all. That's what happened. Might as well include Kid Rock in there. So. <laughs> Kid <laughs> Rock, exactly. <laughs> Kid Rock. Yeah, you missed a lot, Benny. He I guess I did. He ain't rocking no more. Oh, man. <laughs> I like how he turned into a cowboy. That, that was always interesting. Cowboy, yeah. baby. Bada da bada da bada bum bum to whatever so, that was. To I'm a cowboy. Scatman. So that was. That always got me with Bon Jovi. Though. Okay, yeah, tell us about your songs. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Urgent. <laughs> <Sorry. Sorry. laughs> Yeah, tell us about the song Morphe Moon. Yeah, so yeah, you get this guy song. talking, it was fucking. No, 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 I will not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the bass player. We can't say shit. Well, you do have some country influence, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's there's definitely. Oh, so yeah. Kind of Old country. Old. Waylon Jennings, fucking Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash for sure. Uh, Hank Jr. Mm-hmm. Hank the Third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that song actually, Morphine has some of our. Southern, most southerny sounding stuff on the album, I think, is, yeah. is on that one and Sawed Off. Uh, in the middle of Sawed Off. I yeah, Sawed Sociopath. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the most. I don't know. Because that's, that's a good example right there. It's like, what would you define that genre as that like we just listened to there was tons of different stuff so we like don't know how to describe ourselves right. that's why we just make up the dirty delta blues dirty delta yeah, yeah. down tuned dirty down tuned do you do any covers Ooh, excuse me do you do any covers of delta no Those? we don't do any just skinner no so just far skinner yeah so yeah. far no robert johnson yet but Ooh. <laughs> That make my job a hell of a lot tougher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'd be screwed. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> All right, maybe one more song. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about uh, last Sawed track off sociopath. nine? It's the last track. Last track number nine. Track. Sawed, Sawed off sociopath. Or, no, sawed off. Sawed off sociopath. Okay, can't wait to hear about that. Yeah. 
Woohoo for Sabbath. Yeah. Did you see him? Did you see him before they retired? I have. He saw I him at it. their last before their last before their before last. Their last. <laughs> I saw him on a reunion and I actually saw him uh, with a deal. But I'm an old bastard, so. Yeah. 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 True. Got that it right. <laughs> I admit it, man, fully. But yeah, I saw him a deal way back. An oldie, an oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the most metal yeah, midget no of all shit. time. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought of more of his troll, but... Oh, yeah. Dude, well, it would fit his Dungeons and Dragons style. Incredible. Yeah, troll. Did you incredible. see there was like a documentary that he was in? He was interviewed. It was like a metal, some American guy doing this history of yes. metal yes that definitely. was i watched part of that it was awesome it was really good yeah, right he went to like germany and he went to some festivals out there yeah. then he went to ronnie james dio's house before he died exactly and interviewed him yeah it was kind of interesting oh it was awesome he did a great job and then uh they talked shit about uh gene simmons trying mm-hmm. to jack the um What's called the, the horns, the horns is horns. the Courtney's, which is uh, you know to warn off. Uh, no, it's warn off evil spirits. It's a, it's a Sicilian Italian thing. Yeah, for mm-hmm. the evil eye. Yeah, yeah. No, Vinny's the real video file. I mean, we all love movies and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. like our samples. Yeah, our samples and all we that. Have Vinny is the, the fucking. He, he's the video file. I've got like man. 500 VHS and shit at the house, <laughs> and like. And they still work. Oh, oh hell, hell yeah. yeah! Good. Okay. And he still yeah. watches them too. I still, still watch them <laughs> all the time. I, didn't, I still don't have cable. I haven't had cable for 10 years. Good for you. So, There's nothing good in cable. Nah, it's <laughs> commercials and bullshit. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I like Game of Thrones. I do too. <laughs> I'm addicted. I can't wait. I like yeah. sports. That's going to start soon. It's going to be fucking awesome. Game of Thrones. Sports, I tried to watch Game of Thrones for a little bit. I, I got kind of like disinterested, it. and then the titties popped up, and then it like yeah, that's, that's, how, they that's how they keep you. That's, that's, how they that's exactly how they keep you. That's how they do it. Titties and beheadings. Yep. <laughs> that's how you keep watching. Don't forget healthy doses. Exactly. <laughs> A lot of our <gasps> obscure samples came from Vinny's little movie obscure collection. Cult. Because like we had, like. Love. Yeah, we got quotes from from the movie Gummo, which is like a cult film. Wild Angels. Love it. Wild Angels. That's one of my favorite biker films. G.G. Allen. Yeah, that came off of hated old Peter Fonda movie. Um, What else? Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Starship Troopers. (laughs) Fucking love that movie, man. Was that from the 90s? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But we're, we're... into all that stuff we like that cool obscure pop culture stuff it's about it's about having fun you know we just our music it's about them agreeing with me bringing samples to the table and being like hey let's do this for this fucking song and then being like yeah yeah that, that's sick that works and the sample has to fit with fit, the song we're going through lots of samples oh yeah i record them on my fucking phone i'll just be watching a movie and be like oh yeah that's sick and just sit there with my phone and just record it. So, yeah. I do that with riffs too. I hum into the phone and just record the shit. Like, it's like three in the morning. Oh, I swear to God. random text at three in the morning from Vinny singing you a riff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wake up. Yeah. Wake up. 
up at like three in the morning and my girl's like, what are you doing? That sounds like shit. I'm like, just wait, yeah. just wait. We'll work it into something. Yeah. I just figured she does that with Bart. She'll record like the sound that Bart makes when it's like going through the tunnel. Uh-huh. And she'll like, Laura, and she'll like sample it. Sample that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's yeah. more into like the synth stuff. So that kind of works with that. But. Well, that's cool. Like, yeah. yeah that works. Recording ambient sounds and, yeah, and yeah, using yeah. them. We found this awesome ambient sound with Cameron's head, like his, uh... His head while he was thinking. No, his... his, his, his incredible. His, uh, <laughs> what the fuck is it called? His amp. His, He's Frank. His speaker amp. It's got a little natural reverb in it, and when you pick it up and you drop it, it does this crazy shake. It sounds like, uh... Remember that? It's, it's yeah. probably the, what the speaker going fucking I think so. I don't know. It sounds... Yeah. It sounds insane. Yeah. Sounds like a like a cathedral bell or something. But once you guys hear it, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. do you use these sounds live or? Yeah, all the samples. All we the do. samples. Yeah. 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 We haven't recorded Cameron's cool freaky. That's more of like yet. an accidental drop, like head. Piece yeah. Kind of yeah that's, that's not in any of our music. It's a very so underutilized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your audience riveted. <laughs> Such a riveting experience. Yes. All righty. Well, thanks you guys for stopping on by. Sure. Oh, thanks for having us. It's, it's been, been a pleasure. Had a good Definitely. time. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. It's getting warm in here. It is. It is. It is. I was like, no. <laughs> cheers, everybody. Cheers. Hell yeah, cheers. Should we play one more just to close this out? Sure. Yeah. Um, close it out. Spewing through the sun. Um, do. Yeah, shit, dude. Through the sun. We've, we've got that spewing disgust on a lot of shit. Sound is long. Okay. I agree. Right, track two, please. So track two. Yep. It's through the sun. Yes.
several times. It was so <laughs> good. So yes! That was... It's the creepiest movie I've ever seen. Dude, I've never laughed so hard in a documentary in my life.